2: I will call
1: upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at Chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
2: A Celtic State of Mind. I'm Paul John Dykes, it's match day, and today in the studio, I am delighted to be joined by Lawrence Conley. Welcome back to a State of Mind studio. Always a pleasure to see you, big man. We're here for the Celtic versus Hearts encounter at Celtic Park, and I've got to say, um, we weren't a million miles off with of the team selection, but uh, we weren't 100% right either, Lawrence. You're looking at that starting lineup, is there anything you'd have done
1: differently? No, no for me. That's a that's a the lineup I would have picked. heart uh, you know, picks itself. We know the manager doesn't like to to mess with a back four. Uh, it's good that Jens is fit. He just seems to move the ball quicker and start forward, doesn't he? He's just a more natural left sided player. Taylor, he's just playing out of skin, isn't he? He's just yeah. phenomenal. Uh, Juranovic, right back, you're not dropping Cam Carter Vickers. So you, you, you know the back five's... It is what it is. Isn't it? You know, that's what we expect. Cal Mac. Uh, yeah, it's everything I'd have thought for a starting lineup. I mean, we've got to th- Ange truly plays like a squad game, doesn't he? You know, you're expecting five out of uh, all five subs to be used. Mm-hmm. So you're expecting probably five out the front six to change at some point. So whether it's Kyogo or Yakamakis, it starts. The other one knows they're going to get minutes. They know they're part of this squad. This, as team on the park for the 90 minutes. Yeah. And it's the same way Mayeda and Abada. They know both of them are going to get minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you start with one, it just means you bring the other one on and doesn't it? Absolutely. We are streaming live on
2: our Celtic State of Minds YouTube as well as Celtic Down Unders Twitter. Uh, our match day is a collaboration between the two pods, our friends in Australia. Uh, are going to be a permanent fixture throughout the season on Axom. Thanks everybody for uh, joining us today. Where are you watching from? Let us know what you think of the starting eleven. We'll also look at the the Jambo starting eleven. We've got a few Hearts fans who uh, contribute to the state of Scottish football, and I'll tell you they um, are looking at the lineup for their team. This is from their perspective, and they think it's far too weak to be coming to Celtic Park, and they are expecting a drubbing. Well, let's hope that that is the case. The team that we put out on the socials earlier on today was very similar, as I said. However, Turnbull um, sat out for Hatati and uh, Maeda dropped out for Abada, and that caused a lot of... Of discussion, on, particularly on the, the Twitter page, but it's all about opinions, isn't it? And uh, we'll come back to that in a moment or two. Jungle Lion, hello from sunny Dublin. Always a pleasure to see you in the comments. And we've also got GG, GG, a double helping of Yakamakis. I don't think anybody could deal with that, certainly not in Scotland. Hello from Melbourne as well. What's your thoughts on the lineup? asks Joseph Ali. Uh, what do you think the score will be? Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to do this, and I won't embarrass them by actually naming them Lawrence, but as I say, there's a couple of jambos on the state of Scottish football, and one of them reckons they're going to get pumped 6-0. Uh, now, that is the opposition fans thinking that that's going to happen. I don't want to count my my chickens uh, before the hatch, but I've got to say, during the week, I, I looked at this fixture, even if Hearts played their strongest team, the, the form that Celtic are on, I did expect us to go out there and win fairly comfortably. What is a comfortable win at home, 3 or 4-0?
1: Listen, hearts have probably got a, a deeper squad than they've had in previous seasons. So you, you look to their bench kinda of midweek, you know, Forrest on the bench, boys. So the boys that play it might not be the strongest eleven, they've got one I eight in Europe, but, but they'll be out to prove a point. What would be a comfortable comfortable one? Two or three nil. But you know, I would take just there uh, I would take three points just now. Just to round off what's been a pretty good weekend so far Yeah well it has been Lawrence And, and you know what It is about the three
2: points I know that Ange is um, the type of manager Who wants to do it in a specific way And uh, that wouldn't be enough for him He wants a performance We're going to run through the team uh, Blow by blow uh, You joined us last week Lawrence you were at the, Dr. Bell's, the old Dr Bell's baths in Leith to see a massive fundraiser that was headlined by Las Vegas we're going to do all the sums over the next 48 hours or so but it is looking as though we've, we've raised several thousand pounds um, for charity again so thank you for joining us uh, Lawrence did you have a good night?
1: I said well I was at uh, We Kevin Tate from the penalty spot and we wandered into a Hearts pub who knew there was a Hearts pub in Leith obviously I was as usual dressed in green <laughs> we, we got a couple of funny looks but uh, yeah, we get out alive. Uh, it was cracking at Carly Connor, Kraken singer. Superb. Absolutely brilliant on the Superb. night. Obviously, Las Vegas, crackin' man. A few other uh, good bands there. Kraken yeah, wee venue. Yeah, yeah,
2: it was a good night. 11 bands, one DJ, and as Lauren said, he popped in for a pint in a heart's boozer. They, of course, were playing the first leg of the Europa League playoff. This game, Sam, was between both legs, which has resulted, I'm guessing, in Robbie Nielsen making quite a few changes from the Hearts lineup, which we'll look at later on. Let's dig right in about the Celtic starting eleven though. Joe Hart and goals, you say it's a no brainer, Lawrence, and you know, this season I think if you compare and contrast this season to last, um obviously we started last season with Barkas as the first choice goalkeeper. Um, if you want to look at the and away game, Bain was in goals, and of course everybody wanted a new keeper to come in. Joe Hart came in, and he divided a bit of opinion amongst that some team. I've got to say, there was a few who weren't convinced with Joe Hart. They didn't seem to like him. And that wasn't even when we're talking about his um, football ability. They didn't like him as a character. They were concerned that he was going to come into the dressing room and, and be the, the Billy, Big, Billy Big Time. And it's been the absolute opposite. He has become one of those guys that you can rely on to be uh, almost a captain's figure, even though he doesn't wear the, the armband. He's been a revelation since he came to Celtic, hasn't he? Listen, uh,
1: Golden Globes winner. You know, he, he's won just about everything. I don't think his football ability was ever in doubt. I think when we... It was on his character and what he did do to the dressing room but you've got to remember he's taken a huge pay cut just to come and play football. You know, it shows his desire, doesn't it? Mm. And, listen, I don't really follow the Premiership or any teams down there but I've uh, certainly been impressed with him in any press conference anytime he's met fans. You know, yeah, he seems to yeah. really buy in and get a club. Mm-hmm. Uh, the players, speak Kyle of them. A, he's a leader there and a really professional player. How much would he have cost us if we had to, you know, you know if it, if he'd been playing first team down there, he'd been out of reach in it. It's only because he was in the reserves and he wanted the way he play football. It's, yeah, he's, he's been great. Uh, you mentioned Barkas. Somebody's told me he picked up a, a man in a match the other weekend. I did see a few clips. Listen, we might get some money back if that keeps up hundred percent, and I think that that bodes well for other players
2: such as Sorrow and and if we can also move on the likes of a Jetty as well, Lawrence. And we need to know we know that we're going to we're going to lose money on these players, right? But it's all about getting them game time with a team. A Jetty go out somewhere and score goals. Barkas, go out and get clean sheets and man of the match performances. And I'll tell you, even at this stage, I'm happy for a million quid for the, this type of player. If we can get a million back for Barkas, a and Sorrow you know, you're you're really cutting your losses there because we spent ten million quid for Barkas and a I, th- I think three million or something for Sorrow. It's a lot of money, but we're at that stage where we need them off the wage bill.
1: Yeah, it's off the wage bill, is it? You've still got a commitment there for, for another few years of paying wages. So it's it's getting them off the wage bill. And are they adding anything to the squad? I would say probably only barcast under Ange before his injury. You know, done well away against Betis, but he's not going to displace Kyogo or Yakimakis, So we, I think we could do with a third striker and it was more of an Ange-type striker. that mm-hmm. has been rumoured. Mm-hmm. You know, we're looking at a boy who can play across the front three. I think, yeah, I, yeah, it's time's on. I think it's best for him and for Celtic if we can get him out on loan. Uh, and, and the same with big Chris Julian, you know, we appear to have found another goal-scoring centre-half in the form of Maurice uh, Gents. Yes. So, Yeah. I think it's best if we can move those two players on. We'll probably get 10 days of the transfer window to do so. Mm. Uh, And, you know, it doesn't look like the, the inbounds finish with, but Certainly, if we move those guys out, it gives us a wee bit more money to play with, doesn't
2: it? Absolutely. I mean, Joe Hart, I remember his uh, first press conference. It was one that the fan media teams were invited to. uh, Natasha represented Axom. She was raving about him, actually, after that press conference. And he's that type of goalkeeper who I think that, you know, it was pretty obvious uh, early doors that this wasn't going to be one of those uh, players who'd had a a phenomenal career coming out to grass, you know, coming to Celtic like an old racehorse and just uh, kicking about in the field for a wee bit. He, He actually is here to make a difference. He's here to win medals. And when you look at the price we paid for him, a lot of the players that Andrew's brought in but you look at the price that we paid for Joe Hart, just over a million quid where can you get a goalkeeper of that kind of stature for just over a million pounds you simply cannot so the circumstances um, everything just aligned properly Lawrence and we've brought him in and as I say he's been a revelation but of course on the bench Segrist uh, was brought in to make some kind of challenge to the goalie and I think that that for me is something he didn't have last season so there has been a change in dynamic this year as well for him
1: yeah, I think, you know, you're looking at Bain, I think the spell would have committed team maybe three or four years ago he had a good eight game run outside of that never really been convinced with him He had a all. great game at Ibrox Yeah Bane I Ange gave him a new contract but I think that was just maybe for cover mm-hmm. you know Yeah, Seagrest is definitely giving, going to give Moria a challenge and i have got to have some future planning as well isn't he, you know you know, Hart's here for this season hopefully next as well but how long can he keep his career going? Well,
2: you you think to yourself as well, Lawrence I I keep going on about keeping this team the core of this team together for a three or four year period and I know how unlikely that is in the current climate already we have interest from some of the other players we're going to be talking about Um, you know, the vultures have started circling we've heard about interest in Dzeranovic and Matt O'Reilly and Jakar Makis a player who got off on the wrong footing with you and me back back (laughs) in the day when you couldn't trap a bag of cement however, it's all changed and now These players, these three players, at least have had interest and I'm sure there'll be other players as well. And I think it's key that you keep that core together to see just what this club can do, this team can do
1: under Ange Borsicoglu. So so I I disagree with with you there because, you know, we're a selling club, let's be honest. That's a model and that's how we're going to be able to finance a decent team in the park. We expect to sell players, buy them loan and sell high. It's selling at the right time, it suits us, but you've got to have players that want to be here as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, if somebody was to come in and, say, offer £30 million for Yakimakis tomorrow, <laughs> it's kind of hard for Celtic to turn down, isn't it? You know? And the thing with that, Lawrence,
2: although I, I don't want to lose any of the players, it's what Ange could do with that kind of money. So... I- Listen, don't get me wrong. I don't want to lose any of the players, but I'm just saying, if Ange was to give uh, be given a bounty, you, you do trust that he can use it wisely as well.
1: Yeah, but we have got to get used to you know moving players at the right time for the right price for us, and ho- hopefully the board give a, a sizable chunk of that to the, the manager to reinvest because it's been pretty flawed so far in the transfer transfer market. Definitely seems to know a, a player. Obviously, Tosh and the scouts there are, are doing a good job putting the right guys in front of them.
2: I just need to say as well, uh, obviously you you know this already, but there was a Callum McGregor uh, press conference last week. We weren't at it. Uh, just to let everybody know, we have not been banned from Celtic Park yet. Yeah, yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a technical glitch. That's why we weren't there. But anybody who was wondering why that wasn't on our channel, that's all it was. Uh, we haven't been booted out the pressers yet. Um, and I don't know why I keep stressing yet. Adam, more Aussies and jocks in the chat. Well, Adam, I think... It's changed. The dynamic of the the bulletin's changed a wee bit because we obviously launched it during the pandemic and that's why we did it at 12.30, Lauren, so that everybody at lunchtime, even if they were still working from home, they could just take an hour out and uh, chat about Celtic for an hour. And that was the whole plan. And let's do it every day and let's engage with the Celtic fans. And then, of course, we weren't getting into the games. So, you know, some of the games were, I mean, I think 97,000 across the board and all the different channels uh, tuned in on one day. Um, against Rangers. So, yeah, the dynamics changed a wee bit. And what we've noticed um, is that a lot of overseas Celtic fans are tuning in live, and then a lot of people kind of watch it on the back, uh, they kind of catch up after the game, maybe on their way home or at night or, or the following day. But wherever you're from, if you're a Celtic fan and you're tuning in, and by the way, not every one of
1: you is a Celtic fan, but a Dundee United, Hibbies. There's Ali for Peter Heed gets, watches it. When he comes home from work His wife V's sitting there Waiting for him to come home from work Makes my cup of tea Bangs YouTube on for him Brilliant Axel That's scary that we're on the big screen That's why
2: i put the team up on the screen And Lawrence and I are tiny in the corner at the minute uh, Big shout out actually to John Who was at the gig on Thursday night He's an Axon Axel- fan Green Lictie, um, Green Lictie Got a chance to shake his hand and say hello to him as well and a few others, so thank you every single one of you. Danny Mac, another one. Uh, People that you don't normally get a chance to meet Um, and obviously we were back. I mean, music and football unifies people, Lawrence, and that's why I love going to gigs and it's now great that we're able to create our own events and bring people together. Celtic followers in, he's on the, the YouTube to say seven changes for the Jambos, no Gordon and goals, which is massive. Shankland, Mackay, benched. think they've got to press and shoot at every opportunity. Um, doesn't always work that way, but, you know, I, I am fairly confident um, you don't win the, the game uh, pre-match, do you? But uh, Celtic follower comes in. He reckons 5-0. 5-0 today. I'd love to see that. I'd love to see a 5-0. And we've seen a few droppings of hearts over the years um, and hopefully today will be Absolutely the same Because yesterday of course um, Advantage Celtic Advantage Celtic Lawrence you keep a wee eye On the other scores And of course um, Our main challengers Dropped a couple of points At Easter Road Yeah so
1: Early in the season It's a, a chance to open up A bit of a gap Obviously we're, we're going to Pretty soon welcome Glasgow's new team uh, To paradise And it would, it would give us a, a chance to stretch it further Hopefully So But you've got to do the business and It's a bit of a change You know I think couple of seasons back you'd have been worried whether or not we'd take advantage I think the Ange's team you're pretty sure that they're going to go out and, and put on a show mm-hmm. we're going to score goals I'm fully expecting the three points
2: Well that is
1: first and foremost the most important thing so you
2: can sit there top of the league superior goal difference and more points than your challengers we're going to move into the defenders and have a look at that as well but before I do that a few other comments coming in Tony uh, Davoren like to see Ralston get some game time I know what he means because I remember when Tony Ralston came in when Tony Ra- as you maybe just guess uh, the wee man's next door he's been very very good though um, when Ralston came in last season he did look a bit rusty Lawrence um, he'd been out the side for a wee while so I do get that you know that rotation thing um, but obviously at the moment I think has already said that whilst it's one game a week you're not going to see as much rotation once we get into the two games a week that's when you're maybe going to see the likes of Moy and Ralston get more game time
1: yeah, I'd say Moy will probably get a wee bit more because I think Kalmak is better further forward. And I can see Moy getting more game time just now than than Tony. Uh, he didn't play a lot in China, so we really need to get him up to speed. You know, t- Tony has been playing with us, training with us. I think Moy will get a bit more game time. Be interesting to see Kalmak a bit further forward than an Ange team. And you know, Jared was telling us some. You know, we've we'll obviously got Champions League in the horizon. Jared was telling us that he's seen Celtic play a four-two-two-two. You know, Celtic with a double pivot. Could that be Kilmaik and Moy? Uh, That'd be interesting to see. Tony's never let us down when he comes on, but you know, we have got Jura there. Hopefully, we'll have until the end of the season. But you never know; we might get a huge bid for him. He's he's getting on in years, so at some point, we're going to have to cash in on him. You know, it's what twenty-eight now. He's twenty eight, um, and I guess th-
2: this is a debate uh, to be had because it would feel as though it would be something. It would feel as though it was something of a backward step if we were to sell one of our main assets. And I was banging on about it during the preseason, first season in five where we've not sold a big asset, Lawrence. Um, I mean, last season, Ange comes in. One of the things he's dealing with is the loss of Ayer, eventually Eduard and Christie, and you know the season before that. It was Frimpong, and you can go into every single season. We've always lost an asset in the last five years, and I think there's a, a direct link between that and the fact that we've not heard the Champions League music at Celtic Park. And However, you know, we're at that stage where if we were to lose Dzeranovic, um at 28, I think it, it, does, it definitely does come down to uh, the money, because I don't think Celtic need money at this moment in time, so it would need to be something astronomical. I've seen lots of figures... Mentioned online, it's all gossip, of course, but it would—it really wouldn't it be an astronomical yeah. figure.
1: Yeah, yeah, with the Champions League money guaranteed this year, it puts us in a better position. You know, we might even—you mentioned Frimpong. We might have a wee bonus coming from him if he gets his move to Spain.
2: There's a few though, isn't
1: there? Really, yeah. if you think about the, it. Because even the, 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 big Dembelli's... we have got—we've got, we've got sell on if he if was to move on. I, I can't see him moving. Let's be. I see right know, not to yeah, so come, come December, you no know, four months, mm-hmm. he gets to sign for who he wants. uv have made, made some noises. He wants a Champions League team, doesn't he? That's not Man United. Uh, yeah, probably won't be for a while. Uh, Should just come back here. Yeah, <laughs> listen. Can you imagine <laughs> him
2: in a an Ange team? Oh, well. I always bemoan the fact that we didn't see enough of him in a, a team with Eduard, who's another one we've got a sell-on with, and we also have a sell-on with Christy and Aya, and there's maybe others that we're unaware of, but certainly those, that collection of players could bring in a few extra million quid. Uh, we've spoken a wee bit about Djuranovic, and obviously Taylor's been getting loads of plaudits this season as well, Lawrence. You and I take a pounding for the uh, Yakimakis comments after the again, game, but I've got to say you've been a fan of Taylor, since day one, you've championed them. You've stood up for them. Um, I'm more into because I think Janavić and Taylor, as well as Ralston, have, have really taken to the fullback, uh, the inverted full-back positions. Um, Bernabe we've not seen yet. Obviously, uh, his start to his Celtic career has not been tremendous because of the off the field issues where he's been he's been charged for a um, a road traffic incident uh, in Glasgow and. You know, it's been discussed on Axon, uh, but I think when it happened, I just kind of thought to myself, we'll get rid of and 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 we we'll get someone else coming and causing bother. Um, and I had a wee chat with Declan about it because I remember, I think it was Juan Arango who was on a couple of the pods when Bernabe was coming to Celtic and he was talking about the culture of the, footballer, the footballers over there, Lawrence, and how th- there's a real party element to them and having, um, and by the way, I'm a t- complete disclaimer I do not condone drink driving, but over there, it's kind of like the done thing where you would have X amount to drink and jump your motor. Completely doesn't um, make it right over here, uh, but it's the worst possible start in terms of a player coming in, getting into baller off the park. And um, I
1: just hope we can get over that. Yeah, but it's, it's probably thought, you know, Celtic spent a few million on, on me here. I'll come in and I should be getting a run out. Uh, not reckoning that uh, you know how how well Greg Taylor was going to perform mm-hmm. in front of him. A young man, lot of money staying in a city centre hotel. You know, a lot of time in his hands. I think, yeah, maybe the club need to look how they look after these players. But it could definitely have start started better. There's still time for him to t- turn it around. You know, other players have been in similar c- circumstances and and turned it around at Celtic. Mm-hmm. Listen, we all want to see we what he can do in the football park that's really what we want to be talking about about him for but uh, I just can't see him taking a shot off Greg maybe not until it's two games a week and the thing with, with Greg maybe adapted so well to invent fullback because he, he used to play midfield when he was younger mm. so, so maybe he's more used to seeing the passes Yeah, but I'll be interested in what happens with him when he does get his chance uh, but you know more than happy that Greg's that position you're sitting in the seat
2: that makes you look really like tanned because obviously Kevin McCluskey was in there last Monday and he was getting all sorts of comments so just to let you know you're looking pretty healthy over there uh, Tony uh, Daverin is back in anywhere than Gucci. I was reading this morning that he was the only real injury concern at this moment in time hard to know what to make on his place in the team um, I'm pretty sure he'll be in Angie's plans it's just been such a stop start uh career so far for the gucci at celtic um you, you can't really make a you can't make any kind of call on him until you've seen him play in a run of games, Lawrence, but he's obviously out through injury at the moment, but let's talk about the central defensive partnership of Carter Vickers and Jens, it was a situation where Starfelt was injured and uh, they had a great partnership last season, him and CCV best defensive record in the league domestically obviously, and um, he's injured, uh, Stephen Welsh takes his place, but he's been out of the picture we bring in Maurice Jens, another uh, Loney and he has looked so far uh, to be a, an excellent addition to the squad Such is the case He's undroppable at the moment It would appear And uh, only when he has formed dips Will Starfelt get a look in again I mean, it's a great position for Ange to be in though, isn't it?
1: Yeah I think we're at that position all over the park, aren't we? You know, the strength and depth compared to last season We're, we're scraping teams together You know, we're, we're, let's be honest We, we kind of got to Christmas and fumes last season mm. Because it had so few players whereas now we are showing strength and depth across the park and, and Big Yance I believe Peter Grant gave him a, a good report before we went in for him Yeah. so yeah he, he, the guy looks if he can play football he's got a bit of height which we lack as a team he's 6'4 and I, I think the other centre-halves are about 6 foot so and our full-backs aren't the tallest we've obviously lost in the year Tom Rodgick who are two taller players but yeah he looks undroppable. Un- you know Two games, two goals It's not bad for a centre half And let's be honest Big Julian was a good servant it Looks like his time's up now He should go elsewhere But we need to replace the goals we're getting From him at set pieces Yes you know, We've yep. scored Three games in a row We've scored from set pieces Now let's Can we make it four?
2: No, I hope so, I mean you and Boy reckons that it will be 5 nothing today So uh, I like your confidence you and Boy Martin uh, On the bench, just to read the rest of the subs out We've got Segrist and Starfield who we've already mentioned Yakamakis. a lot of people on the socials were uh, shouting for him to get a start ahead of Kyogo uh, Abada, who I would have started, but I know I've seen the stats I know that Maeda's performances and his contributions have been tremendous I totally get that Moy uh, on the bench at the moment uh, Burnaby who we've spoken about as well You'll need to do a hell of a lot I think to get that jersey from Taylor Hatati is back from his injury We've also got Forrest and Ralston On the bench as well And um, when we look at the midfield I think it is a it's an area of the park Lawrence that we do have a, a lot of options in there And Jungle Lion comes in again Just shows you how ridiculous the McCarthy signing was McCarthy is no longer even on the bench at this moment in time. Moy's ahead of him, uh, and we've still got Gucci to come back. And there's talk that we're bringing in another midfielder. Where does it leave the likes of McCarthy? Does he fall into the Julien Ajeti category?
1: I think James is happy to be at Celtic. Uh, you know, he, it's a bit of a dream for him, isn't it? Boyhood club. At the time when we signed him, we really, really short on players. He brings a lot of experience mm-hmm. to the club. If Alheims does play a double pivot, you know, it's Moy... McGregor McCarthy, I think, in that defensive role with Robertson out on loan a couple of decent seasons, but it doesn't seem anywhere near the squad. So I think no. it's maybe time to move him on. Mm-hmm. We've touched it, we'll, we'll move Sorrow out. So we're going to need it. We've got a lot of games between the hopefully now and a, another champion league championship. So I think McCarthy's a quality player that will you know he'll play. It's not going to start every week, but it plays part over the season. Much like it did last season, you know.
2: And as you say, at the time that you came in, you know, a bit like Hart, we did need that experience, Lawrence. There's no doubt about it. There's a few 4 nothing predictions coming in. And I know at half-time, we can look at them and scoff. Um, you know what I mean? Sometimes that's the way it goes, but there, there seems to be a confidence
1: uh, breezing through the comments section, which isn't always the case. That's um, it's a difference. You, you, you think about, it, you know, times... Even a couple of years ago, we'd be going, Rangers slipped up, are we going to do it? Is it going to be a draw? Yes. Just now, I've not met, not met one it fan this week, It doesn't think, you know, it'll be three points. and Obviously, the news came through yesterday, and you, you're out and about, and you're chatting to people. Everybody's expecting three points. Doesn't seem to think it'll be a problem. Absolutely. And it needs to get back to to Fortress Parkhead, you know. Especially in Europe, you know. Hopefully it can be Fortress Parkhead and... The Champions League, is on the horizon as well. But- and this, this is another thing, talking about Fortress Parkhead, that has been
2: um, for fixtures against Hearts. In the last 25, I think, there's been 22 wins and three draws. So the likelihood of Celtic slipping up today is slim. Mm-hmm. Very slim indeed. Um, Celtic follower actually comes back in. I think he makes a good point. Good afternoon, PJ and Lawrence. Do you think Bernabe will make an appearance today? Because for me, the longer he's out, the more of an issue the off-the-field thing becomes. I think if you throw him in, get him in come game time, it takes a wee bit of that kind of, um, you know, that stigma away from it. I
1: can see Ange doing that as part of his man management, yeah. you know, of yeah. a, a, a three or four up, saying, look, go out and have a run out, because he's got to have had um, a few harsh words with him, isn't he? And say, look, this isn't what we're expecting. But at the same time, if, if anybody, you're going, well, I came here, I'm expecting to play football. nowhere mm. near a team. You know, you, you want to feel part of it, don't you? So, yeah, I could see him getting her out and just saying, Look, we've had had the incident, we need to get you back on track and hopefully it does get you, you know fifteen or twenty minutes. Yeah, definitely.
2: Tony is um back in Louisiana, which is tremendous. We've also got G.R. um who's watching from the Great Southern.
1: I thought
2: it was B from the Southern General. I thought he'd been shot or something. <laughs> Could have been. And Gerald McCue that's a nice 80s reference. It was the 80s, wasn't it? Uh, watching from the Philippines as well. I'm just waiting for somebody to tune in from Vatican City. I don't think uh, the stats have shown us that we've got any viewers in Vatican City at the minute. So if you are watching from there, give us a, a shout out as well. Can we get the full screen? I didn't think you wanted to see us Yeah you can get the full screen Absolutely Let's get ready. Uh, there you go There's a big man sitting there Looking nice and tanned um, And he's wearing his t-shirt From Kevin Tate's penalty spot Down in Sword Street Who have just launched A cracking wee a keering as well Which I don't think will last long I think they will be gone So get yourself onto the penalty spot Kevin does some brilliant work For um, CSCs For Axon For charity For
1: ex-players The whole um, shooting match Doesn't he Lauren? So yeah get yourself down there yeah, got a Martin and the Old Knight coming up uh, in conjunction with Paradise Promotions. Sorry, that. an afternoon, a branch. Sorry, they're normally... Where about even, is that again? I think, oh, I think it about Nicky I saw place.
2: it. I saw it yesterday, Nicky Hood. Yeah, that's right, aye. Um so get yourself on the pages get yourself on the socials and check it out um, you know, we're coming up to kick off I can see that because a few years I've uh, switched over to watch the action but uh, Lawrence and I have been talking about Celtic versus Hearts some of the predictions have been 4 and 5 nothing. the Hearts prediction from the, the jambos that we know was 6 nothing. is Celtic <laughs> um, let's see at half time if any of these things yeah, come yeah, true 5-1 five, 5-1 one. Five, one, you reckon?
1: yeah
2: I don't know I think the Celtic defence um, has been solid. I, I know that we lost a couple of, kind of early goals in the, the pre-season and we responded quickly to that as well but I'm going to definitely see a clean sheet. I'm going to go for 4 um at this moment in time and hopefully we will see some game time for the likes of Moy and Burnaby and Ralston and that type of player in the second half as well. It's always a pleasure on a Celtic state of mind. On a match day we're looking forward to the action and we'll definitely see you at half time. Thanks everybody for getting involved in the comments and thank you once again to my big mate Lawrence Conley for joining me on a Celtic static statement
0: 18 plus.